0: I don't know why, but I feel the need to be brutally honest. Well, I mean, I feel like it's only fair because I'm pretty brutally honest with most things on this podcast. Um, I don't know if any of you kind of have noticed that I've... For the past, like, maybe month or two, I haven't posted, like, you know, every single week. I, um, it hasn't been that often, but every here and there I won't, I won't have anything for that week. And it's, it's because, well, it's because for a couple of reasons, but one of them being, um, if I don't have anything for that week, I don't want to, you know, post anything or upload anything that is kind of just, like, not up to my standards just for the sake of uploading something for that week. So, um, and, and the second reason is I've kind of been going through a little bit of a hard time. Um, as of late, I, um, as you could tell by the, the title of today's episode. Seasonal depression has kind of gotten me, got me good. Uh, it's, it hasn't been the easiest year. Um, and since seasonal depression has kind of started, uh, it usually starts for me, like when the cold really comes. So December, basically until March, end of March, beginning of April. So it's a couple of hard months. Um, And I I feel like this time around it's a little bit harder because I graduated and I still don't have a job and I kind of just like sit and I don't really do much besides applying to jobs, waiting to hear back from jobs and just trying to not fall into a routine of being incredibly depressed and it's been really hard because not only do I have my annual seasonal depression kicking in I also have this like sense of like nothingness like I have no purpose because I don't have a job and I've been in school since I can remember obviously. Like, I mean, it's all I've ever known. And, you know, whenever I was in school, like in high school, middle school, whatever it was, in the summers when I didn't have school, I'd either have a job or I would have friends who wouldn't, who would also not be in school. So I'd be able to hang out with them all the time. And and it's summer and it's, it's fun. And there's so much to do. There's vacations and there's the, going to the pool and, you know, just spending time outside. But The reality of this this time around is that my friends are all still in college. Um, It's not warm outside. There's no vacations. Um, And I just there's more responsibility that comes with this time around not being in school. And I don't ever really hear people talking about it enough. I don't think people talk about life after college enough. Um, especially whenever you know you don't have a job as soon as you get out of college it's it feels extremely um, like it makes me feel as though I it doesn't feel good in terms of like what I feel I am worth because constantly getting emails saying you know you don't have or sorry you know we, we thank you so much for applying, but we are going to continue with other applicants. Like that just doesn't feel good. And so, um, oh, I can turn that up. That's cool. Um, I, it just constantly being rejected. It doesn't feel great by, but in any stance by someone, by a job Um, by society and just it's really like I'm I have a hard time with rejection like most people I don't think anyone like handles rejection well I'm sure there are people out there that do but I um I've my parents have never been like extremely hard on me with school and it's always just as long as you tried your best like you're doing good and I think that's a great mentality to have and but since no one was kind of pushing me I was the only one pushing myself I was constantly trying to like prove to people that you know I I am like I can do better and I, I am doing my best, but I can do better. Like I was the one who's constantly pushing myself to get better grades, to succeed at everything that I do. I was trying to constantly prove myself um, and that gets exhausting. And so now I'm still trying to prove to myself that I am worthy and I'm capable and I'm good at what I do. But whenever I have people in the industry that have been there for a while tell me that they're not choosing me to to join their company or to provide work for them it's really discouraging um because and I I've struggled to like be able to say this out loud for so long but like because I have like an incredible imposter syndrome um but I know that I'm good at what I do it's just whenever I am constantly getting rejected by these jobs it's like it makes me question it it's like am I good at these jobs like am I actually good at what I do um because when I was in college I had this notion that like you know it's not going to be hard to get a job there's so many jobs like this industry there are so many jobs everyone needs pr everyone needs this like everyone needs a writer which is true there are a shit ton of jobs it's just everyone's trying to get these jobs and i didn't take into account the like the competitiveness of this industry And I just assumed that I would get a job. Because I know that it's a very um, populated industry. And so now that I'm here, it's tough because I'm being constantly told that they're choosing someone else over me. And you could take that any way you want, like... Like this instance can be taken um, in the same sense if, like, you're talking to someone and they're just like, sorry, like, I'm not really feeling this anymore. Or, like, you're in the dating phase and you're dating around and, like, you just keep getting ghosted or something. Like, that just doesn't feel good because, in your heart, you know that you're a good person, you know you would be a good partner. But then, whenever people come around and, and they say, sorry, I'm choosing someone else. It's like, it's hard to not take it personally, um, because you've worked on convincing yourself and being, convincing yourself that you're good at what you do and you're good at being a good person, but someone comes in and they're just like, sorry, no, (laughs) it's, I try to not take it personally, but it's, it's, it's hard, especially whenever I'm kind of going through this, like, depressive episode, um, and I don't know, I don't know if any of you guys get seasonal depression. I know it's pretty common, but every day it's just, like, the same for me, like, I, in, in, I know there's solutions to my problem. I could, you know, get a part-time job, which I'm about to, like, anywhere. Um, I know that. But it would just really be nice to have, like, a stable job. And I know my sister's going through something similar, too. She's, um, she's a teacher, and it's really hard to get a teaching job where we live um, just because it's, again, so competitive. Um, and you might be saying, well, there's, you know, schools that need jobs in whatever state she could just move, but it's like, yes, that's a solution, but it's hard. It's hard to move. She has a family. She has like, she has people that she doesn't want to move away from. So it's like, you have to work with what you have and what you have is not very much, uh, in, in terms of like options. So, uh, lucky for me though, it's nice because my degree I can I can work there's a lot of remote jobs thank you COVID for making that a thing because I do enjoy working from home um, I like to work from the comfort of my own home or like go to a coffee shop and and work from there um, it's just comfortable for me I can wear what I want and um, it just is comfortable for me and so I've been applying to a lot of those but again there are so many people that are like me where they also like to work from home and they want to be able to live anywhere they want and and kind of like work at their own pace and not go to and not spend time driving to an office or have to move to the office. And I'm honestly at the point where I'm like, I don't know how, but I'll make it work. Like I'll, I just want a job. I'll move wherever. Like you put me in Arkansas and I might consider moving if if you give me a job with a good salary. <laughs> And, I don't know, it's like, I, it feels desperate. I feel desperate, and I haven't felt desperate in a few years. So this is, it's almost, it's almost nostalgic, feeling this desperate to get a job. I was desperate for other things a couple years ago, like men, but, like, I was desperate for, for a man is what I mean and now i'm just desperate for a job see how that's that's called growth that's just adulting you know one day you're desperate for a man and for attention and now you're mainly just desperate for a job that's is this what the tw- is this what 20s are and here's the thing the reason i wanted to make this episode is not to get a pity party not to you know Whatever you know, it's it's to kind of shed light on just the reality of being a human being. Because I post a lot of episodes where I'm like, you know, you know, be how to be a bitch, you know, not take shit from anyone, um, be be a boss babe, um, this and that, and which, yes. Is true, and I still stand by all of those things that I have said, um, like how to not give a fuck, things like that. It's like it's easy to say those things when you're in a good headspace, but whenever you're not and you're kind of feeling down, it's hard to just like sit here and speak into a microphone and and just like pretend that everything's fine because that's not the reality of things, and everyone knows this but just like social media just it's little snippets of everyone's highlights in their lives and thankfully over the past couple years I believe that social media has gotten a little bit better with kind of we've all recognized the issue with it and a lot of people kind of are starting to post their not so great moments like I see um like mom tiktokers like younger moms and a lot of their videos are it's just like their kids so cute and their and their kid it's like everyone's like that kid's an angel like does he ever cry and she'll post videos and and it'll be like a little vlog or whatever and she'll she'll post um him crying or whatever like she'll be doing dishes and he's having like a temper tantrum and she's like typically he's good but like this can happen and this is just the reality of being a mom Um, because it's so easy to just take clips out of videos that aren't ideal um, and and retake things because you don't it's not a good angle of you it's it's so easy to manipulate the way you're perceived by society online and I just don't want to do that I don't feel like conforming to this notion that I have to not have any flaws or that I have to be this one singular type of person, this confident, always in a good mood kind of person. It's nice to feel like that. And I try to feel like that a majority of the time, but that's not the reality of things. And I wish more people talked about it. Um, I wish more people talked about how sometimes you only eat one thing for a whole day because the sheer thought of like getting out of bed is excruciating. Um, That's kind of what my life's been the past couple days and I know it's not healthy and I'm trying like so incredibly hard to do the things that I know are good for me. Like this, like talking about my feelings. Um, Last night, I I started taking my vitamins again. Um, I took my medicine for my anxiety and depression. I did my skincare, nice and slow. I took time with it. I took, you know, I took a little melatonin so I could go to sleep at a reasonable time and not at three thirty in the morning. Um, Just mindful things that I know are good for me and I've just been struggling a lot with like body image and, and things like that and I don't really want to get in to like that detail but just knowing like I just for the those listening I just want you guys to know that it's it's not it's okay to not feel okay but recognizing that, like, hey, this is just a phase in my life that sucks really bad, but I've been through this before, or just knowing that, like, it's it's just a phase. It's not for the rest of your life. And surrounding yourself with, like, really good people who check up on you, who encourage you, um, who validate how you feel is really crucial to the healing process of being in like this depressive episode um for example like I you know had been talking to my friends about how like what I've been going through and and things like that and I've noticed they've just been kind of you know a little bit more supportive or like texting me more frequently um and you know asking hey do you want to go grocery shopping with me do you want to come you know do this like making sure I'm kind of getting out of the house um and things like that so I think that's another really crucial part to this healing process of seasonal depression or just any like depressive episode um I don't have any notes today like I don't I'm just free balling it so if i'm just like not making much sense sometimes uh welcome to my everyday life <laughs> um i i think like the reason why i uh cuz i talked about this in therapy but i think the main reason why i'm kind of like really struggling as of recent is because every day i just like I don't really have a a schedule like I can I can make a schedule for myself you know wake up at this time um eat breakfast go to the gym read my book um make lunch um watch a movie like things like that like clean my bathroom yes I can do that but after so long it gets like repetitive and old and I know like going to a job every day gets repetitive but like I know if I were if I had a job it it's still different every day like the things that I do are different every day and the things and the people that I talk to would be different every day so it's still something different it's the same but it's different and but here it's like I can only clean so many things I can only read so many pages Um, I can just like I'm still doing things but it's like not fulfilling like I don't feel like I'm like it's fulfilling my will to live that sounds really (laughs) like or is she okay should I call someone no it's it's that's exaggerative but I don't know I don't know, man, I, um, it's tough, but I know that it's just temporary, and this happens every year, but it's just, like I said, it's just different this year, because I don't have something to keep me busy, I'm just, like, constantly in my own head, um, hyper-focusing on things that I shouldn't be hyper-focused on, um, like my body, and um, what I'm eating and what I'm doing with it. Um, because I don't have, you know, work to focus on. And I can only focus on, like, so many things. Like, I just, I need that structure. And I think most people do need structure to to function. Um, humans, in, like, inherently just need, like, schedules to, you know, function in society, I think. And... Um, and another thing that I kind of just thought of, I, while I sit here and I talk, um, I'm I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, people don't want to hear about this. People, you know, they, they listen to the pod to, to have a little laugh, to, um, kind of like get some form of entertainment. Like, you know, you should think of something else that's, you know, more up a little bit lighter this is a little this is a little dark, Lily. But it's my podcast. And if this is like a little too a little too heavy, check back next week, babe. That's completely fine. But again, I think people don't talk about this publicly enough is because it is kind of like an uncomfortable and heavy topic to talk about. And I'm willing to sit down and talk about it regardless of if no one wants to listen because I know that um me like listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast anything goes and whenever she kind of sits down and and, like talks about like real things that like just everyday humans talk about and how they feel it feels incredibly validating to know that someone else is going through the same thing you're going through and I I think just like the mission of kind of talking about this is not only to kind of you know self-soothe myself because talking out loud really does help that's why therapy is so awesome but um, I think it's just I hope that if anyone else has ever felt or is feeling like this that it's like it's validating to hear that someone else is also going through the same thing. God. Let me tell you. When in doubt. A strawberry refresher is going to get me a little boost of serotonin. Something about it dude. Let me tell you. Um, I'll tell you. Let me tell you. Kind of some things that I've been doing. <clears throat> that have been able to help my mental health a little bit and maybe will be able to help you as well if you're going through it right now or your or in the future um number 1 get off of Instagram and possibly TikTok I never really understood whenever people would say excuse me I would never really understand whatever people would say. I uh it's like oh social media is like like I took a break from it and I feel so great. I never really understood that because I knew that everything was just an algorithm that was catered to my liking and that it none of it's actually reality. Like I was very in touch with that. But whenever I lean in towards a depressive episode and I start to kind of like low-key hate myself (laughs) um and I'm going on Instagram and I'm seeing everyone's perfect lives I'm like why the fuck is my life not like that why don't I have it together but the reality is no one has it together even in the past if I even if it seems like I ever if you've ever listened which I don't I really don't think anyone has ever thought this, but if ever for a split second, you thought to yourself, wow, you know, Lily, she, she seems like she has it together. No, maybe for that day I did, but like the next day I was probably not doing great. You know, every day is so different. I, if you're watching this on video right now, there is a little fucking fly (laughs) in this apartment and I holy shit, it just, it's like, it wants to get inside of my nose, but, anywho, see, I can't do that, because now I lost my train of thought, things that I do that help my mental health, yes, getting off of social media, Um, and reading has really kind of been a good outlet, because if I'm not on my phone, then I have to figure out other things to do because that's kind of just, like, my main form of entertainment. So what I'll do is I'll come out in my family room, and I'll sit on my couch, and I'll read my book. I'm currently reading The Secret History still. I've talked about this book before. I'm still reading it. Yes, I know. I read my book on my couch, and I put my phone in my room, and, like, make sure I have that distance, because if I have my phone nearby, and I start to, like, I'm reading a chapter, and it's, like, not really doing it for me, I'll be like okay I'll just like go on Instagram real quick and then I'll get back to reading my book no I just like if I don't if I I'm too lazy to get up and go get my phone and I know that so that's why I just put it as far away as possible so then that way I'm forced to read my book or do like whatever else is nearby even if you don't like reading even like watching a movie can help a lot because it's kind of an escape. Um, That's what I've learned has kind of helped is just like the escapism. Reading a book and picturing this story and someone else's life and someone else's situation that's not my own and kind of investing my thoughts into that have been a really great way of getting my mind off of How I'm currently feeling. I don't suggest kind of, I don't suggest like completely throwing out how you feel and just using other things as an escape and a distraction to how you're feeling. I think it's important that you deal with your emotions. But as you're dealing with them, it's nice to have a break from just like the constant terror of your own thoughts sometimes and that's what books do and that's what movies can do too it's just easier for me to do a book because it's like right in front of my face but (coughs) but a tv it's like a little bit of a distance away so I could still like look around I could still dissociate but like if I have words in front of my eyeballs I'm gonna not really like look around or anything So, another thing I've been doing, as I mentioned in my last episode, I've been getting back into Minecraft. It's a great escape. One of the best. Kills so much time with that. Um, and I keep going back and forth because it's like, you know, I keep saying how much I want a job. And I'm trying to, like, recognize that, like, not many people are lucky enough to just be able to not have a job um and 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 and, like still survive so I understand like the um privilege that comes with that and I recognize it and I'm grateful for it but it's that doesn't like belittle how I feel it like it's like me still feeling um like I don't have a purpose uh that it that doesn't mean that that's not valid it's still a valid thing but it's just a responsible thing to recognize that like you know it could I I I am able to kind of not do anything all day because I I am lucky and I am privileged to be able to do this um and I recognize that and I do understand it and I am really lucky but as I was saying um yeah, I've, I've just like hyperfixated on Minecraft. I just I'll hyperfixate on anything besides myself right now because hyperfixating on myself just is not healthy for me. It it makes me spiral. It is just like not a healthy thing for me and it's not sustainable and it is not it's not helpful. So, I'm, like, at the point where I'll hyperfixate on anything. I'll hyperfixate on a character in my novel. I'll hyperfixate on a video game. Um, on, on learning something new. Anything. <coughs> anything but myself. Sorry, I didn't mean to <coughs> cough in your guys' ears. But, that's... Another thing that I've kind of been doing, I've been trying to paint more. I recently painted my best friend a picture for her birthday. That was nice to get back into that. Um, just like remembering things that bring you joy kind of helps with the sense of feeling like you don't have a purpose or even if you are in school and you do have a job, but you're still kind of feeling the seasonal depression and this depressive episode. You still have to, like, remind yourself of the things that bring you a little bit of joy. Whether that just be going and getting a Starbucks drink. Or, um, like, washing your hair that day. Or doing a face mask. Like, little things like that are enough. And people, like, it's, that's just, like, incredibly, do I know that person? That's just, like, incredibly important to recognize there's a lot going on outside my window right now I think I see someone that I know walking on the sidewalk someone just was going the wrong way on a one way I don't really know what's going on out there but I do know that it's cold and that there is no insulation by these windows I have a window behind me and in front of me I don't know I, I've never seen that man in my life um, and anytime I sit next to these windows my god dude please look at me a little bit longer. I dare you. There you go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't make eye contact with me. (laughs) I love when people walk right past my window because there's a sidewalk right by my window and I have my windows open and I'm like sitting here talking to my phone and into a microphone by myself and people are like, what's going on in there? What are you doing? But um, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying, but yeah, The little things that really help. um, I had, you know, on my little private story on Snapchat, I had posted and it was like day one of me trying to get out of my depressive episode. And I had, you know, said that I took my vitamins and my medicine and did skincare and things like that. And someone, one of my like friends, like distant friends, like someone you kind of just have on your private story but you don't talk to every day, like slid up and was like, this sounds like an amazing day. I'm so proud of you and that's like that's that's what I needed to hear and it felt like amazing so if you know someone who is going through this or you're kind of sensing that they're slowing down a little bit or they're feeling a little bit down about themselves just tell them that like they're doing a good job tell them that you're there tell them that you're proud of them and that what they're doing is amazing and in your head you might think like it it, to society it might not be enough but who the fuck is the determinant of what's enough hey alexa play this is me trying by taylor swift because sometimes people just don't think that like what we're doing is enough and that we could be doing and should be doing more but that's just at we're just at our max capacity of what we can do and if doing like my makeup and getting a shower and making sure I eat that day is at my max capacity that's fine that's enough for me like I'm okay with that I can I can sleep well at night knowing that I did those things um like I don't I don't need to go to the gym every single day to feel productive I convinced myself that I needed to but that wasn't healthy for me because I wasn't going because I you know wanted to better my health I was going because it was something to do and I wasn't enjoying it and so that's when I had to reel it in be like okay I need to do things that actually do make me happy and make me feel productive and those are all the things that I just said and if you know building something on Minecraft is what makes me productive then so be it I don't care if people are like, that's just being lazy. You could be doing more. You could be doing this. You could be going to the gym. You could be out going store to store and applying to places. Yeah, I could be, but that's not where I'm at right now. That's not my capacity. I'm okay with applying to jobs at home and staying in my home and doing the things that make me happy, that make me feel productive. And I'm okay with that. And I don't I I just think that basically the moral of this story is that like you just don't know what people are going through and it's I, I've just learned to not be quick to judge people with their their decisions and what they choose to do because I've been there I am there and you just don't know you know what's going on on their noggin and it could be like world war 3 in their head and you just don't know you're just seeing the outside and you just have to remember that that's all that's all i'm trying to get at so um i'm trying to think like if there was you know anything else that i even wanted to update you guys on um i mean i'm go- i'm going home this weekend I'm really excited about that. I haven't been home in like a month, a little over a month. And um, I'm going to see some family this weekend, celebrate my cousin's birthday. And it's going to be nice to get out of a college town for a few days, spend time with my family, kind of ground myself. I think that's kind of just what I need right now is like a little bit of nostalgia and a little bit of comfort. Maybe like a hug from my mom might do it for me. So, yeah. Um I honestly really this felt nice. This this felt this felt nice to talk about. Um but to wrap it up, just know that if you're feeling a little bit down, in these cold winter months even in the hot even in the hot months if you're feeling down just know that there's probably at least one other person at least one other person that's in the same boat as you same little tiny minecraft boat okay um and that it's gonna be okay it's just a phase and that I'm gonna be okay In that. I am good at my job. I am good at what I do. Do like little daily affirmations. I think I'm going to start doing that. Like I, I am good at what I do. I am confident. I am enough. I have good people around me. And good things will come. I think I just need to start doing that. Maybe manifesting a job. I don't really know. I'll have to look up. I don't really understand how manifesting works. But can look into that so thanks for listening guys sorry this wasn't like this happy fun episode like last week of of drunk spelling bee which I hope you guys enjoyed I (laughs) it was one of my favorite episodes I love doing it with my friends um so yeah I'm not I don't know I shouldn't apologize for this being you know not exciting and fun because it's still an important thing just like how laughing and giggling is important. It's also important to talk about our feelings that aren't happy and giggly. So, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to follow the pod on Instagram, it's at arguewiththewall. But the with is just a W. Follow me if you want. Um, and I post or I upload videos and episodes every Tuesday, typically. <laughs> Uh, If I'm not like having a mental health crisis and um, and I'll hopefully see you guys next week.